0: You're listening to the Modern Web Podcast. For more podcasts, videos, and events, find us online at modern-web.org or follow us on Twitter at modern.web. That's M-O-D-E-R-N-D-O-T-W-E-B. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this amazing episode of Modern Web. Today, I'm so excited because we have Elena Percival here. Hi, Elena.
1: Hi. Thank you for having
0: me. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Uh, I'm so excited because Alana is the CEO of Woman Who Code, which we are all uh, very familiar with and love. Um, And, uh, you know, I'm just excited generally to have you. And I love that you're in Atlanta too. For those of you who don't know, I recently moved to Atlanta. So it's nice to see like more women in Atlanta.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm um, excited to be here and also connecting with uh, another um, you know talented woman uh, in the in Atlanta yeah so um,
0: women who code okay so some people don't know about women who code so maybe you can tell us a little bit about the organization first
1: yeah so women who code is the world's largest and most active community for diverse women technologists we serve close to 300,000 members across 134 countries. And when I say we're the most active, we're putting on an average of five free technical events every single day throughout the year. So if you were on any given day to kind of go to womenwhocode.com uh, slash events, you would see maybe 30, 40 events taking place this week. And they're be- being put on our incredible by our incredible volunteers all over the world. So there might be an event who's being put on by, you know, Women Who Code and in um, and, and Mexico City and San Francisco and Boston and Berlin and Manila and Shanghai. And, um, you know, all of these events are taking place um, all over the world and different programming languages and frameworks. Uh, some of the events are about um, engaging a little bit more in your career. And um, it's just being you know, created by our incredible um, leadership uh, team all over the world. And of course, Women Who Code's fellows who lead our our technical tracks. So we, we um, go deep on a couple of different technology areas. Um, but in general, Women Who Code is language agnostic. So if you have an interest in a particular type of technology, we are, I guarantee you, having um, events that are focused around it.
0: That's really exciting. So, I mean, I've definitely been to a bunch of women who code meetups before and, you know, just seen amazing things that you do in the community. Um, how do you become a volunteer for women who code? Like if, if, um, if there isn't a woman who code in, in someone's city who wants to get started.
1: Yeah. So, you know, for better or worse, we're entirely digital right now, which means um, really you can step up all over the world uh, to become a leader. And, you can go to our website. If you scroll down to the bottom, it's um, you know uh, a way for you to express interest in being a volunteer. There's also really easy ways of doing it. You know, get involved with our tracks. Let our um, fellows. You know, if you're um, you know interested or an enthusiast around blockchain, Python, data science, cloud, uh, front-end development. Um, you know, many different areas. Let them know you'd be interested or willing to give a talk, you know, that's a, that's another way of, um, practicing leadership and, um, you know, giving a talk in a a safe place where people are really excited to, to see you succeed and, um, and it enriches the women who code community because they get to, um, you know, have the experience of learning, uh, from, from you. Um, so, you know, getting involved either directly via the website or, you know, thinking about giving a talk or something is a, is a great first way to get involved.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, I know that a lot of um, you know we we at this thought we host these, uh, Women in Tech monthly mentoring groups, and um, I love it when you know I see certain men in the community who you know I consider leaders in the community just pop up and give a helping hand and show up, and you know they they are w- willing to mentor and things like that. So. You know, Women Who Code. Um, I think you know, even if you aren't a female, um, you should, you know, volunteer and give a talk, or you know, provide opportunities for people. There's there's so many different ways that you can get get involved to help people. So yeah, don't let that stop you. And like, look up your local Women Who Code.
1: Yeah, Women Who Code is open to all genders. So mm-hmm. our our mission is to inspire women. Uh, to excel in uh, technology careers. And um, if you're supportive of that idea, um, you know, everything that we do is is going towards that. But um, all genders are, are welcome and we're emphatically tra- trans friendly. Yeah, that's
0: amazing. I love to hear that. Um, so, you know, one of the things that I, uh, you know, I, th- I think I'm always actively working to, uh, you know, work against that i guess i would say so my my question actually is this idea of um keeping women in tech right i think like a lot of people give up or they're like really excited and i see that and then you know sometimes i see people like trying to give up and different things like that and i'm sure you know as ceo of women who you you see that a lot right like a lot of women getting in and then trying and then like you know (laughs) having a hard time potentially staying in the field. I mean, do you see that or?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So um, the the data shows break points at different mm-hmm. places all mm-hmm. over the world. Um, but in the United States, what we see is around that 10 year mark, you're seeing about 50% of um, of women uh, stepping out of their, their technology career. Mm-hmm. And what we're often seeing at Women Who Code is what's happening is um, you know, you're getting kind of encouraged out of your career instead of um, being recognized for the additional skills or the leadership and being pushed onto, um, you know, the, the next level in your career, what people say is, oh, you know, you're, you're great at talking to people. Have you thought about recruiting? Mm. Or, oh, you, you really good at understanding the product. Have you thought about marketing? Instead of saying, oh, you're actually bringing this leadership skill, we should be considering paying you more, or we should be um, thinking of, of promoting you and um, like developing this skill so that uh, this Companies able to, to retain it. And their male counterparts are not hearing that same thing. Mm-hmm. And so women are leaving their technical career path um, at a much higher rate than men, at a much higher rate than women are leaving other, uh, even STEM careers. And that shouldn't be the case. Every single time it happens, it represents a drop in one of $1.7 million in the lifetime earnings for that woman. So Um, You know, Women Who Code's goal is to uh, help retain these women and help them to achieve their, you know, most, their, their potential uh, within, within the organization um, and bring that money back to uh, diverse women and their families and communities.
0: Wow. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I see that from the very get go, right? Like, Hey, I did a boot camp. Okay. Now what can I do? Oh man, I'm having a hard time finding a job. And, you know, I know this doesn't plague just women, but, you know, I, I see so many like diverse faces coming in through that boot camp phase and, um, you know, they, they are having a hard time transitioning just to even get the first job. So, mm-hmm. you know, they tend to like, you know, need to obviously like find income and pay for themselves uh, to actually live. And then, you know, they find sort of like tech adjacent things. Right. Mm -hmm. They can't find a job. But uh, it's so interesting about this whole 10 year mark thing that you're talking about. Um, And I see that a lot, right? Like women who, especially, are like career transitioners, for example, on the beginner side of things, you know, it's like, wow, you're actually really good at talking to people. Have you thought about Mm DevRel? And I'll actively, when I talk to women joining, because they're like, yeah, maybe, maybe I've thought about that. try to remind them that, you know, even though people see the strengths in you in that place, like make sure that you're making a really like active choice into what you actually want to do for your career. And if you want to stay like coding, then you should be, sh- you should be sharing that, you know, but mm-hmm. that whole tenure thing is so interesting because I remember somebody said, uh, maybe women are leaving tech because they have better things to do. <laughs> And I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's that's an interesting perspective, you know. But then I hear you and the whole like one point seven million dollars loss, and I'm like, oh my Mm -hmm. gosh, that's a really bad,
1: that's really bad thing. (laughs) (laughs) Or it's a really big opportunity. Um, (laughs) Yes. So what, what we really want to be seeing is um, creating more paths um, to leadership, more role models, elevating more role models in the industry, creating a sense of belonging for the women who are already there, uh, reminding them that it's an amazing industry. It's, it's their industry. It's only going to be better as they succeed in it. And as they then become role models themselves and, you know, it, (laughs) it, it, on average so that means there's going to be even bigger winners um so that that 1.7 million dollars and we've run that data um globally i uh, gave a a talk in the philippines recently and it was even there about 1.7 million uh, oh dollars represented loss so that that number so important um at you know at a at a US, but also at a a global level, because we want to see that revenue um, going into, um, you know, going in going to uh, diverse women, um, we know that they're likely to give 90% back to their families and communities. Mm -hmm. And so it will have, you know, a a huge generational impact if we if we can see that wealth represented, um, that wealth representation being generated by women,
0: yeah, that's amazing. Um, so I have a question. So what is a common myth that people have maybe about women in technology or
1: women running a business? Um, so I, I would say, um, you know, you just come up against uh, a lot of uh, assumptions that, you know, you're you're not necessarily the, the person who is the decision maker. And, um, you know, women end up, Putting themselves into these these cycles, I I think at different levels of leadership. But where you'll walk into the room, and I've heard it over and over again, uh, where people come in and like, "Who am I supposed to give the presentation to?" And it's like, "Yeah, it's right here." Um, And you know, being uh, thought to be the 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 assistant, or um, you know, I, I I remember we were established organization and going to open a bank account and the the person who is helping me open it and kind of say oh you know this is what the threshold is to be able to open this account and I'm like this is a real business like <laughs> let's let's keep going and you know oh no uh, <laughs> and uh, it's it's something you you don't hear um mm-hmm. you know I've been asked you know what, like, why do you get to be the CEO, you know? And again, a a 22 year old male founder without the, you know, the decades of qualifications that, you know, you or I would be bringing to the table um, wouldn't be asked that question.
0: Yeah. My favorite is, I remember when I was fundraising and um, I swear I talked to so many venture capitalists and they were like, oh, you and my wife would get along. I'm like, no, I'm not here to hang out and go shopping with your wife. I'm here to like run a business. Hello. So yeah, that's really interesting that you say that. Um, so you have obviously done amazing things and you know, been in so many different amazing positions that I think we all respect and admire. Um, mentorship is such an important part of succeeding in life, right? Um do you have like a really amazing, like, how do you approach mentorship? Do you have like one amazing mentor that you, you constantly go back to? How do you do that?
1: No, I, um, I mean, unless you're talking about my mom, who she's of course been <laughs> my strong woman, uh, I, uh, kind of, uh, representative throughout my life. I, um, I look at the, the leaders around me and um, I identify the things that really inspires me. And so I, I don't think that there's any any cap on who can be a mentor. And I've never had the very traditional um, mentor-mentee relationship myself. Um, I think that's very uh, common um, what I what I hear with women and that it's actually much easier to develop an advocate or um, someone in an ally inside of the organization, but um, that that kind of uh, stereotypical mentor relationship is is uh, pretty challenging for for women. So, I remember in the early part of my career, I actually jumped at this opportunity to be in a role that wasn't really in my kind of area of where I wanted to be working, but my direct boss was going to be the most senior woman at the company. And then I would have, you know, some opportunities to be connecting with the C level inside of the organization and, you know, learning from them, even though I was right at the beginning of my career. And so, um, you know, I've, uh, I've had the opportunity to learn from her and I you know I'd probably describe her as a mentor but it it wasn't that kind of you know we we meet once a month we check in and here are my five goals that's you know a a coach does that you know um um but I I for me the those opportunities have have come up um you know authentically by having amazing talented women around me and Mm -hmm. getting the opportunity to you know, just hear their advice or even criticisms.
0: Yeah. So like more informal mentorship in Mm -hmm. a sense than, than more formal mentorship. Do you do coaching as well? Do you like have a formal coach?
1: Um, I have uh, Mm -hmm. multiple times and I, you know, it's something I'm very open to Mm -hmm. and would love to um, pursue again.
0: Yeah. I think uh, it's, becoming really popular. You know, I I look at a lot of women in tech these days. And, you know, I know tech Twitter is only one, (laughs) one source of truth. But um, I see a lot of uh, people, but specifically like a lot of prominent women in tech, um, talking about, Oh, hey, I'm working with this amazing mentor. And I think that's really cool. Like, I love that it's becoming, um, I don't know, maybe like more mainstream, I would say. Um, But yeah, it's, it's kind of exciting to see. I, I started uh, working with a coach. And, you know, for everyone listening, you know, whether, uh, you know, whatever level you're at, highly recommend looking into a coach and just, like, seeing what it's like. Because it is really eye-opening, like, that accountability and things like that. Yeah. Um, So did you always know, like, you wanted to do what you're doing right now? Or like how did how did you do that I, I know a lot of like women look up to you and people look up to you generally I mean it's very admirable
1: <laughs> thank you um no um I would say that there's themes in this that are mm-hmm. very much common throughout my my life women's empowerment has been a common theme throughout my life um entrepreneurship I you know i when I was younger, I was starting companies and, you know, getting, getting my friends involved in it. And so that's something that is a theme. And then, you know, we're incredibly global, we serve members in 134 countries and, you know, have had operations um, like volunteers built in and, um, you know, all over the world. And so that also is very much part of my, my career. I, I, my, my first job was, um, actually in Germany. And so I was, I was working abroad. Um, I did kind of two study abroad programs and have, um, been to about 80, 80 countries. Um, the MBA program that I did was a a global program between, um, U.S. university, uh, um, a Brazilian one and a French one. And so I've, um, kind of chosen, chosen these things, uh, with consistently, but, or with consistency, but when I came to moving into the tech industry, I'd had a really strong career. And then I got out to the Bay area and I was like, I'm just going to give you know, this whole tech thing a try because I was coming from traditional business industry. And I hit a wall. I, you know, had had, I'd been working at Puma and people were like, that's, the shoe company, you know, what are you doing here in tech? And um, I wasn't coming from Facebook, Google, Microsoft. And um so I started to learn to code and, you know, had cool side projects going. And while my goal wasn't specifically to become a software engineer, it was to open myself up to the industry and like translate the skills that I had. And I started getting involved in the tech community. I fell in love with spending time with smart women talking about technology. And, you know, that's how I really got uh, attracted to, to women who code. And around the time women who code was getting started, there was an amazing conversation starting to take place. It was, we need to teach girls to code. We need to teach women to code. But we were this community of women in the industry and one of the barriers we're already facing every day in our career was, you know, having to prove your experience level, like having people view you as more junior than you actually were. And so it it kind of hit me, um, wow, uh, we actually need to turn this like cool community into A platform that's elevating the needs of the women in the industry, the systemic changes that they need to have take place. Because if we're just talking about teach girls to code and teach women to code and not the needs of the women in the industry, that amazing conversation becomes a threat to the women in the industry. And so that's when it hit me that, you know, one, other people around the world deserve to have this this amazing Rift community as well, but also there's something really important here around that time. um, You know, the data point came out that there were more men named John than there were women um, CEOs in the Fortune 500. And what's happening is, you know, every industry, whether it's media, finance, shipping, healthcare, um, you know, everything is becoming a, a technology industry. And so like traditional business being the background of um, of executives, technology is more and more often going to be the pathway to, um, you know, earning those executive positions. And so we need to see women represented in technology, diverse women, you know, leading and uh, excelling in technology. If we want to be chipping away at, um, the representation and seeing, uh, women, you know, more proportionally representative as, um, executives, leaders, founders, um, and of course as software engineers.
0: Yeah. It's so hard. I think like, I think every woman who has kind of like been through the ringer, you know, it's like you, you have these situations where you're like, wow, I don't feel like I belong or, Wow, this is hard, you know, is it because I'm a woman? And then there's other situations where you know you walk in and then you know there are these amazing women that just support you wholeheartedly because you are a female and you're like, whoa, this is so cool, you know so it's um I think it's hard though for most women to like figure out how to even find those people like how would you like what recommendations would you have for somebody to just even go
1: about finding that type of support well i have a really easy one you're welcome to join women who code it's free to join just visit women um you know everyone is is welcome it's amazing um you know if you're going to an event in atlanta or uh new york or chicago or you know, um, really Manila or Malaysia, you know, anywhere, you have this like consistent um, feeling of belonging. And I've heard so often from our members that, you know, they'll be going to a trip to Washington, DC, they'll just go to a Women Who Code event, and it'll be a place where, you know, they feel as though they belong, and it feels familiar um, uh, to them, and that they're able to um, connect. But you know, there's a lot of communities out there um, that are specifically um, looking to see you succeed, and Women Who Code is one of them. So, of course, I'm gonna shamelessly plug that. But um, it's it's investing in yourself, um, and what happens is you end up having fun while doing it. You end up making friends. You end up in your 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 career um, as as a result of it. Um, I remember kind of talking to a couple of people at an event and asking, you know, why did you join women who code or has it impacted your career in any way? And kind of going around and hearing from everyone and like, yeah, you know, I'm work remotely. And so I just feel alone and I come here and I feel great. Or, um, you know, I, I'm, um, went to a hackathon with the person sitting next to me and yeah, we got second place. And, you know, it's like, Oh, I was looking for a job and, you know, and, and Tracy said her company was hiring. So, you know, now we're colleagues. It's awesome. And and then also just being able to say this happened at work. It felt weird. Is it me? And realize, no, like (laughs) our, our society, our culture, the way we do business wasn't built, for you. <laughs> um, it was built primarily, you know, over the past few centuries with white men and leadership. And so there's there's so much potential to design for inclusion and for, uh, for change. And so just being reminded that not only do you belong, but, um, you know, there's things out there that aren't right, and it's not your fault. And having a place to, to connect is so important.
0: Yes, yes, I think talking to more people like you or who identify similarly to you is like really, really powerful, so that's amazing. Um, you know, so when I, whenever I think about a lot of these uh, organizations who are helping women, and I know you've brought this up in this conversation that it's not just about women beginning to code and it's, you know, it is about people and helping people in their careers. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because as you get more senior in a, any position, like, I feel like it's almost more intimidating. Like, I'll give you a great example, like writing blog posts, right? So, you know, when I started off at a boot camp, I just threw everything to the wall. I was so excited about technology. I just blogged about everything, right? And those were the things that were like the most useful to everybody uh, on the internet, Whereas, you know, as I've grown in my career, now I'm like stuck. I feel stuck because I'm thinking, oh, what do I, what do I write about? Right. Or like what communities can I join or that? So, you know, I think as you, as you grow in your career, some of these things for some reason seem more intimidating because you feel like you're not a beginner. You feel like you should be somewhere else. (laughs) Like, What is your advice on that? And how do people who, you know, who have been in their careers for a while, like, connect with people who are similar versus maybe beginners? Or are all women who code, like, a very good mix of that? Yeah, so the
1: the average age for women who code is is 30. And um, the average person is already in uh, a software engineering role. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, so about 50% are, are currently in technology roles. So you could be a data scientist or a product manager or something like that. You don't have to um, specifically be uh, a software engineer, but um, about a, a third of our community are our beginners, our transitioners. And so one of the things that we specifically did, especially in the wake of COVID, was um, create or because as a result of um, COVID impacting women um, so much more than others was create a, a track called career navigation to help people transition a little bit more easily into the tech industry. But actually, up until that point, certainly it was a great place to go because you could meet people who are in the industry who might help, you know, refer you into their, their company. But on average, you're mostly going to be meeting uh, people who are already in the industry and already in technology positions.
0: Wow. Oh, that's really cool. Uh, hopefully that makes it seem less intimidating to people who are, who are out there and everything like that. Um, Okay, awesome. Do you have any uh, advice for people who are actually just starting out in tech? We have a lot of people who listen to this podcast who are, you know, just just getting going. And I love yeah. that. I love seeing all the new, like, diverse faces coming in and 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 and, and like joining this pool of tech that we have.
1: Yeah, I um, encourage I encourage you. You belong. So you know, if you're asking yourself. Uh, Should I do this? The answer is yes. There's so much potential um, in this industry. Um, We're currently about a million engineers shy of the market needs. So there's a lot of job opportunities for you down the line. Uh, So Women Who Code gives away a couple hundred thousand dollars in coding scholarships every year. So I encourage um, you to sign up for our newsletter. If you just go on our website into your email, that's um, signing up for our newsletter. That's where we announce the scholarships. Um, also all of our events are free or scholarship accessible. So um, that, you know, five events that are taking place today, they're, they're all free for you to attend. And so, um, you know, start investing in yourself, building those connections uh, within the industry. And then one of the other things is, you know, once you, you're in a boot camp, once you um, have been studying for, you know, a, a Uh, a month or two or three or six, whatever um, kind of journey you're choosing, start to connect with people in the industry and ask them, Hey, could we have a, you know, a remote coffee chat for 10, 15 minutes, ask them about why they chose their company, ask them about what their company liked about um, or likes about the people that they hired. And, um, you know, talk to them about the company culture because you in this, in this industry, you know, you actually want to be ending up at a, at a place that's going to be a great fit for you. You you actually have options. That first job um, as a software engineer is tough to get. Everyone after that is not going to be hard to get because you suddenly become the person that everyone is trying to hire. Um, so in that time, connect with them. And before you hang up, just say, you know, hey, if I, if I saw a role open up in your company, would you be willing to refer me? And, you know, you suddenly have an ally inside of the organization and um, someone who can, you know, help you get past some of the, um, some of the, um, the barriers to, to you getting that, that interview and that, you know, that first job. And do it over and over again. You're not doing this just once because, um, you know, you imagine that you're going to have to do at least 10 job interviews before you actually get your yes.
0: Yes, I totally, yes, totally agree there. Um, Also, you know, one piece of advice I would give is you're also, you know, you're also interviewing that person. So I like to, I like to think about it as like, I mean, you know, if you're dating somebody, you should probably show them who you are. Otherwise, you're going to get into a relationship and like, not, they're going to be surprised. (laughs) So, you know, make sure that like when you're interviewing as well, similarly, like make sure you're kind of, you know, showing who you are and then being real and being open so that you find like a really, really good place to be as well. Um, I think that's really important. Um, I'm also looking at the job board on Women Who Code and there's like so many amazing positions posted there. So that's really cool uh, for any of you who are like looking for. Um, a place to find really cool jobs
1: definitely check that out um, and if you're at a company who's hiring tell them they should be posting to women who could yes
0: yes you know and you know one way that I have found meeting people has been really amazing and I've how I've seen other women uh, succeed is just by uh, stepping up and getting involved in the community right like uh, you know if you want to volunteer to speak at a meetup or, help host something or, you know, become a co-organizer of one of these local groups. Um, actually, I remember when I moved to Raleigh, uh, I I really, really love building community. So I just went in there and I was like, we're doing this people. We're a building community. We're going to get meetups going. You know, this is going to be amazing. And um, all the meetup organizers kind of like just gave me the keys. And I was like, I'm not sure if I wanted all the keys, but here I am holding all the keys. So you'd actually be really surprised, right? Like you think uh, you think there might not be enough room because maybe you know there is a woman who code in your area, but I'll bet you that they are looking for more people to help host these events and you know do coffee chats and you know just all the other amazing things that the woman who code groups that I've seen uh, do. Um, so approaching those folks is like, I mean, I, I know they are gonna be very, very, very happy that you have put your hand up and said, Hey, I want to do something. So <laughs> showing up and being consistent is a great way to get involved and a great way to build your network too. Mm-hmm. So um I love that. And you know, Elena is speaking to you, you're like really inspiring me. I'm like, man, maybe I should be like going to the mo- women who code VS more too. <laughs> So I'll have to do that. I mean, in Atlanta, there's such a vibrant community in the woman who code group. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I need to, I need to get back in it, you know, especially after all the COVID fun that we've had. Yeah. <laughs> well, any like last
1: pieces of advice you want to leave us with? Yeah. Um, you know, I would say everyone who's listening in, um, mm-hmm. you're already investing in yourself. You're, yeah. you're, you've, gotten to this point in the conversation Um, it's clearly something that you're you're willing to do and so you know don't be afraid to to like really put your yourself forward to to take um that that chance and and raise your hand and um you know let people know what you're looking for if you can make it a a bite-sized ask um people are happy to help you out Um, And we're so connected in the world these days that if you can reach out to someone and say, Hey, you know, could you send this one sentence email introing me to this person? Yeah. Yeah. They know them. They're probably going to do it.
0: That was probably the best piece of advice I have to say, because I feel like everybody looks at all the people that you, you, you admire out in the world. And you're always like, Oh man, this person must be so busy. I can't, Possibly message them, right? So I remember uh, I was uh, doing a lot of stuff in like the venture capital space, and uh, Tom Kolinsky, who was like um, previous CEO of Sega, you know, he was like the person who was kind of responsible during like the Sega Nintendo stuff. I just messaged him and I said, "Hey, like let's let's talk." And you know, he met up with me, and it was awesome. And you'd be surprised. I feel like people people underestimate how busy people are, and how like interested or not interested people might be. Um, so you know, you should just message, find Twitter, message that person on Twitter, message that person on Instagram, Facebook, whatever it is. And I think you'd be really surprised like what doors might open for you. So I would highly encourage you to do that. And thank you, Elena, for that advice. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I hope this episode really inspired everybody to just get involved with Women Who Code. Um, Elena, I know you mentioned previously that this just
1: isn't for women,
0: um, so maybe you want to speak just a little bit about that before we go.
1: Yeah, um, Women Who Code is um, is absolutely open to to all genders, and so mm-hmm. um, I I encourage um, you know engineer and honestly if if you do believe in um, women, you know, excelling in their technology careers, we we can't do that. Uh, with with just women, we actually need mm-hmm. the, the whole industry. And, um, you know, what we're what we're asking for is designing for inclusion and, um, and it's only, you know, going to be a richer and better industry. We know um, companies make more money when when it's diversity, not when it's all men or all women. We know that uh, teams are more creative when um, when the the teams are diverse, and it's not you know it's not just um, one way or the other. We're we're in this together, and um, you know as we as we move forward, if we elevate, um, we we can all rise together because more amazing products, companies, ideas will be brought forward and um, will, will be a, uh, a richer, more inclusive culture.
0: <laughs> okay. I don't have time or energy these days, but speaking to you, I'm like, ooh, I should join Women Who Code and then like start another company. It would be so amazing. <laughs> I could probably find amazing woman there, you know? Um, so, you know, maybe once I have a little bit more free time, that's what I'll do. But yeah, um, you know, for myself, you can follow me on Twitter at Lady Lee I'm always happy to chat uh, about women in tech, uh, people in tech, inclusion in tech, whatever it is. Um, and then, you know, Elena as well. You can find her on Twitter at Elena, the best Twitter handle ever. <laughs> so, um, or check out Womanhood Code on Twitter as well. It's just at Womanhood Code. Very easy. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you all around and. I uh, hope this inspired you, and thanks for listening. Thank you. Come on, come on,
1: everybody!
0: Let's go. This podcast is sponsored by This Dot Labs, a framework agnostic consultancy that specializes in JavaScript. You can find them at this dot co slash labs. That's t h i s d o t dot c o slash labs. Query, yay, query, shout it, yay! Yay! queries do, so come on, let's go, cause we got a show for you.